anti-distinctiminti. Welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I am Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. How are you? Why do you always ask me that? Why Why is it always this interrogation of my feelings and attitudes? What What's going on? How are you? Um, I've got spots all over my face. You do have spots all over your face. You rang me up last night to show me a spot <laughs> and it, you had five. <laughs> I thought I had two, and you spotted like loads more, which was which was I did. nice. It was good. It was so. So you don't want to tell me how you are? Is that is that no. what you're saying? Is it right? Okay. What have you been up to? I've just come back from the gym because ah. it's Wednesday, and that's what I do on a Wednesday. And you're allowed out of the house as well. I am allowed back in the gym, mm-hmm. which is very good because. You know, are they are they being to... sensible in like putting you in those hamsters? No, we're balls? all licking each other's faces. Oh, it's really quite odd. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. I, I, I'm just trying to think if I've ever actually licked someone's face. Well, that man did in Sherlock, didn't he? Yeah, he licked that lady's face. So, uh, a man poked his finger in my ear once. He did. I was I was witness to that. Yeah, that was. You could have got him for sexual harassment charges. Probably. Um, Probably. I didn't know. He also commented on the tightness of your ear hole. <laughs> I don't remember that bit. I, no, I blanked did. it out, obviously. Well, you probably didn't hear it, to be fair. Because <laughs> I had a finger in my ear. You did. I don't think I actually enunciated the word finger then. You didn't. I, I assumed it was the thing breaking up, but I think no, no, just, it was. You know... It was just a weird breathing motion that happened. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can't actually say the word finger in your ear oh. because it's too upsetting. Maybe it's past the trauma. I'll try it. I'll try it. Hamburger in my ear. Oh, can't. Can I? That was rubbish, Simon. You're a pathetic individual. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't talk, Simon. You shouldn't. Okay, then. Sadie wants to know, what is the opposite of a parachute? Parachute? It's a parachute. Now, you must know about parachutes. I know a bit about parachutes. What do you know about parachutes? One of my favourite, Simon, mm-hmm. um, words to view is parachutes. And I think I find the S-H-U-T-E very pleasing just to look at. The S-H? The what? You said S-H-U-T-E. C-H. Yeah, that, that, would, that would be the proper way to spell it. Yeah. yeah. What, did I it say is, S-H? Yeah, it is a, you're right. It's a, it's a pleasing word. It's a, a lovely word. Word, yeah. isn't it? Shoot. Yeah. But not S H O O T. That's the wrong No, sort that's of a shoot. rubbish shoot. I believe that shoot. there's like people parachuting. I think we did a thing on it on making history mm. with um, people parachuting throughout history. So there was stuff in the Middle Ages about yeah. it. Yeah, they had in Italy. It's like, I don't think it's Michelangelo uh, oh. or um, what's his name? Um, da Vinci. Uh, um, Armin Furman. He attempted unsuccessfully to fly by jumping from a tower while wearing a large cloak. That's what you do when you're four years old, isn't it? Yeah, but he did it when he was a bit older than that, presumably. Yeah, it's basically people jumping out of tall, taller buildings with sheets attached to And themselves. I know it had something to do with ballooning as well, because it was a way of, as a sort of safety thing yeah, for Yeah, like ballooning. a parachute on a balloon is right. Yeah, if the balloon failed, then you could deploy a parachute from the basket, which is quite cool, isn't it? And then I think, I mean, I presume, because balloons were used, I don't think, they weren't used in the Boer War. I don't think they were used in the Franco-Prussian War, but they were definitely used in World War One. 
badly, which is why you had aeroplanes take, you know, being used. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and I know the word ripcord, which is like riptide, mm-hmm. that's in my head and associated with parachutes. Yes, there are different types of parachutes. You get the round, the cruciform, the pull-down apex, the annular, the regalo wing, the ribbon and ring, the ram air and the paragliders. Paragliders. Have you fun. ever been parachuting? No. Would you? Because I don't have a suicide wish. You also get, what do you call the um, the ones that come out? Because like, you get ones that slow you down, like drag racers use them and you can get them on, um, oh, on the like, um, yeah, yeah. aircraft on um, ha- hangers, don't you? Yeah, I, I guess they're called drag parachutes. But yes, there's the space shuttle has has a few on the back or did have yeah yeah because yeah. you can't have that going in the ocean and then you get those people who wear those does it count as you know there's people in those skydiving jackets and suits is that, is that a parachute or is that just suicide? oh you mean like the the thick the the wing suit thing um i don't know probably not because it's um it's it's not being deployed. I guess a parachute has to be deployed whilst falling. I think the or thing moving. is with parachutes, what you need, Simon, if you've got, what did you call it? The the big round one? The big the round one? Like a one. Blue? Uh, yeah. Probably the round one. Yeah. They've got to have holes in them. Yeah. I remember uh, yeah. making parachutes from my talk. Yeah, it's weird. You've got to actually put holes in them. Otherwise, they don't fall straight down and you wiggle. Yeah. you. Yeah. If you ever make your own parachute for your action man. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what I'm and thinking. Drop it out of a window. It'll go floof, 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 floof. In which floof, case, floof. Simon, I suggest that the opposite of a parachute is your stepdad's hanky. <laughs> <laughs> that you weren't allowed to cut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you might be right. Did you? Is that literally true? Did you? Did you use your stepdad's hanky? I did indeed. What doll did you use? An action man or a or a lady doll? I use smaller toys than that. I don't use Lego men. Oh, cool! I've got Lego men memories, and as well, in order to attach them to the parachute, I used to take their legs off and tie strings <laughs> around the top knobbly bits of their legs, and then put their tops on over the top of it. So they were they would sort of hang incorrectly. They weren't hanging by their arms. They were hanging by the midriffs and were sort of, you know, a bit Cirque du Soleil. Nice, though. Nice. And their descent to the, the floor. And do you remember and which they window by you hamsters. dropped them out? I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you're a Lego man, you'd be at the top of the stairs in my mum's house. You'd be thrown off with a hanky behind you that wouldn't do the job. You'd end up landing on the hanky and being devoured by a hamster that was... <laughs> On the floor beneath. <laughs> Did your hamster really eat Lego men? They, they, give, they give everything a go. Particularly if you've had, like, if you've eaten peanuts or something like that, peanuts. and then touched a Lego man and then given it to a hamster, that hamster's going to lick that Lego man. Hamsters <laughs> like salty things. You shouldn't give them salty things, it's bad for them. Particularly one hamster, right? I had a hamster, mm-hmm. loved crisps. Mm hmm. And um, skips, it went mental over. Mm, not surprised. You know the happiness and the delight and the fizziness and the. Another thing I did once was I used to soak hamster food. That my hamster needed to drink more because mm-hmm. the doctor said the doctor, the vet said <laughs> needs to drink more. So I cheated. And what I did was I got hamster food and I soaked it in some water and gave it the wet hamster food and it was so happy and it was oh it was lovely. And then right, mm-hmm. I gave it the little bit of water. Right, drank it all. Wow, clever. Yeah. Yeah. Clever. Clever. But then it occurred to me, no, like hamsters, no wonder they're at those little bottles all the time because that hamster food swells. It's yeah. like that stuff you put in the bath, you know, <laughs> and it turns into action mans of dinosaurs or stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yes. So, Sadie, the opposite of a parachute is your stepdad's hanky. Now, Sam wants to know, 
is the opposite of deviled eggs. Now, I thought I knew what deviled eggs were, but I, I looked it up and I was wrong. It's the eggs that um, are a satanic ritual. I thought they were devil. Uh, they were boiled eggs that had been curried and sort of left in like a pickling no, curry it's, solution. They're like stuffed eggs, aren't they? They are stuffed eggs. So you boil an egg, you cut it in half, you scoop out the yolk and you mix that yolk with whatever you want, basically. Bullshit, herbs, Simon. Chip- you mix it with bullshit. Yeah, bullshit, olives, minced onions, whatever. Because the thing is, the one good bit of the egg is the yolk and the white oh, bit is the uh, thing that needs to be devilled. The, I, If it's a runny yolk, I agree with you. I'm not a big fan of, uh, of a hard-boiled yolk or a hard-fried yolk, to be honest. Mm, fried yolk's fine. I mean, if it's been overboiled to the point where it's just become powder, mm-hmm. that's not much fun. I but like still, a runny possibly, scotch egg. Goodness, you're fussy, aren't you? I just don't like the risk of death with those. Yeah, no, I, I'm not saying I would moan if it wasn't, but when you when you when you cut into a good scotch egg and, and it's runny, it's oh, it's lovely. I know, but you're risking you're risking partially cooked pork. Well, you're risking that with any kind of pork based product. Yeah, I was going to say you're not risking you're not risking that with deviled eggs. You well, know. no. Have you ever had a deviled egg? I think I have. I've been at the sort of parties that serve them. No, have you? The sort of parties. I have. That I've serve been to like proper eggs. cocktail parties, Simon. I went to a cocktail party in uh, Edinburgh. Uh, it was in the museum, and it felt like the start of a, a scene from Batman because we were in the main part of the museum. There was a massive skylight above us. There was like a the 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 is it whale? Might be a whale. Might be a dinosaur. But I'm fairly sure it's a big big whale skeleton in the middle of it and it was like all are you telly talking about people. an actual history museum well uh, no it's the museum in edinburgh whatever that one is museum of scotland yeah that one and it was full of telly people as well and it, it did feel like batman was going to crash through the skylight and have a fight with you know someone who who just deserves some sort of good health care really um so that that's my story about cocktail parties that has nothing to do I with kind of, i kind of got stuck on the whale Okay. I didn't listen to the rest of it. That's fair I was enough. thinking about the whale going, well, that, that's because they replaced Dippy with a whale, didn't they, in Natural History Museum. And then I was going, I don't remember the National Museums of Scotland having. Am I thinking of the right place? It's in Edinburgh. It's sort yeah. of near the castle. You come down the cup from the yeah, castle yeah. towards the train station. It's like five levels, massive floor. Yeah, with massive colonnade front. Yeah. Yeah. What's that? That's the museum, is it? Well, that's. The that's the National Museum of Scotland yeah. in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah. that's where it was. Yeah. Okay. I felt very posh. Uh, too posh, and I went and sat in the corner. And um... well, that's where you sit all the time, Simon. <laughs> that's true. I do sit in corners. It's what it's what it is one of these things. That anybody who's done self defence mm-hmm. or has done um, like stuff, the corner is a place to sit because you don't want to get attacked from yeah, behind. That's what Jason Bourne would do. Well, it's exactly what Jason Bourne would do. But it's also what every single black belt that I know would do. And this makes for very awkward, so awkward social functions. <laughs> so basically, in the they middle, all just, they're in white, all white and yellow belts. Exactly, and in the middle, so the, having a good time. So as you get nearer all... the walls, you get higher yeah. up the belts. Exactly. That's quite cool. So exactly. from above, but... you'd have this kind of, like um, almost like a, a target effect from the colours of the belts. You might do, but really, you've just got a long queue for the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> do Jitsuka need the loo a lot? I, well, 
I mean, it's just the trouble is you don't if you're queuing for the loo, you don't know where it begins, where it ends, do you? Well, no. I mean, it depends how you classify the start and end of a queue. Well, all I'm saying is if everybody's around the walls. No, no, yeah, okay, I take that point, but I'm I, I'm I'm a little bit more fixated on this now. The start of the queue is at the back of the queue, and the end of the queue is when you stop queuing. Should be the front of the queue, shouldn't it? No, no. The end of the queue, the start of the queue is where the queue started. So it's actually the second. You know, that's the front of the queue. Yeah, it's the start of the queue. So start front, front and back, back end, front back and back, end, so. and and start and end are very different things when it comes to queuing. Why are we talking about the National Museum of Scotland anyway? I don't. Aren't we know. doing the Deviled eggs and posh cocktail. I want to get to the oh, bottom of queuing, right? Because oh. you start queuing at the back of the queue, don't you? You, and you, you join end... the back of the queue to start queuing. Yeah, and then you end the queue by leaving the front of the queue to do your business in the loo. What, or to go to the post office. No, no, it's always about the toilet queuing. It's not. Often it's about getting into Waitrose. It's the That's queues true. I've been that doing. That's true, or, or vaccines. So entering Waitrose ends the queue. Yeah, but it's the front of the queue. Isn't that weird? It's almost like a circle of waiting. Yes, exactly. So what is the opposite of a deviled egg? I don't know. Um, I'd say, would it be... Um, a white-only omelette. I, sh- I would say it's got to be a party food that takes no preparation whatsoever. Party rings? Yeah, or Doritos. Not Doritos. What are the other? Pringles. No, Doritos often, no, see, Doritos, Pringles require either. Um, I think Pringles often, if you're at a party, mm-hmm. you would take them out of the tube and put them in That's a bowl. That's true. That is true. So that is, um, but it, then party rings you put on a plate. It's got to be so anything. It's grapes. It's not grapes. Well, grapes it's isn't really party food, is it? Budweiser. Oh, yeah, like a bottle of Budweiser. You like literally went drink, glug, glug, glug. Yeah. yeah. All right, bottle of bud. All right, Sam, the opposite of deviled egg is a bottle of bud, apparently. So, Sheila wants to know, what is the opposite of a bed? Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's something that is impossible to have sex in and sleep. Is that a hammock? Could be a hammock. I mean, yeah. So I was just thinking about having sex in a bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's weird who'd do that yeah I, I guess a hammock but isn't a hammock a bed isn't a hammock just another form of a bed, bed. but I take I take your point I think that's the the way we should be going here's what? a fun fact about hammocks Simon okay nobody knows who invented them okay because the word hammock is a Mayan word mm-hmm. which is a type of net uh, which they used to sleeping but there are images of hammocks being used in 13th century in Europe and England in the corner, you know, the way the monks scribble. They've mm-hmm. actually got pictures of people being carried in hammocks and sleeping in hammocks and having fun in hammocks. Okay. And so what they reckon might have happened is that when Europeans went to the New World, they took hammocks with them mm-hmm. and then the native peoples of the Maya, um, they started to use them. They thought this was quite good and they used their specific hammock netting oh, to do nice. it. And then the Europeans came back going, oh, we've discovered hammocks. <laughs> so different different Europeans came back. Because yeah, I don't think hammocks cool. were widely used in Europe. Right. But, but then they yeah. caught on in South America and or Central America and then they mm. came over and, yeah. That's a good story. You What's go. your favourite bed? My favourite bed. Yeah. Interesting. I was go- I was- I'm a big fan of a Premier Inn bed. Yeah, man. I was thinking a, a, a hotel bed, but specifically yeah. a Premier Inn Premier bed. Inn. Yeah. Would you buy a Premier Inn mattress? I haven't, but Would I you could, have? couldn't I? You could. Would I? Yes, if I had the money. Are they very expensive? I, I don't know. Actually, I don't 
don't think I would because I think they're too soft. I like a really hard bed. Okay, so it's fine for a night or two, but after, yeah, after, yeah, yeah. I need, I need, I need basically, I need a bed made of wood um, with a little bit of spring. Mm, yeah, that's what I need. I, I find I've come to appreciate a firmer mattress more than a softer mattress in my old no, age. I can't, I can't deal with soft mattresses. Yeah, they get a bit. They get. They make you feel like you're on a boat. I find. Well, I, I it's not even that. I mean, hammocks do that. Mm, but I just, I just, I just, because you don't get any back support, you sort of start to fall apart yeah. in them, like you know. I'm trying like to think if egg. I've ever been in a hammock. You must have sat in a hammock. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been asleep in a hammock. I, it's really bad on your lower back. Yeah, it's horrible, even yeah. as a kid. Even the just... proper ones with the proper support. Well, yeah, because you net. just folded in on yourself. Yes, booze. So, where is a uncomfortable place to have sex and sleep? That is a good. I think that is it. A rabbit hutch. I think it might be like your parents' dining table. <laughs> Well, you can't have sex. Well, you wouldn't have it on your you parents' dining table, would exactly. you? Exactly. It's a parents' yeah. dining table and it's a bad place to sleep. Yeah, unless you're very drunk at a party when they've well, gone away. Well, I'm not saying it never happens. I'm not <laughs> saying it never happens. But also, you cannot have sex and you cannot sleep in your own bed. So, you know. That's true. That is true. Yeah. Okay, so the opposite of a bed, Sheila, is your parents' dining table. Therefore, this week we worked out that the opposite of a parachute is your stepdad's hanky, that the opposite of a deviled egg is a bottle of bud, and the opposite of a bed is your parents' dining table. You may plug your other podcast. Yeah, if you want to learn stuff about dinosaurs, please visit terriblelizards.co.uk. If you want to learn stuff about people, obscure people from history, go to the Z-List Deadlist. If you want to get a really cool Christmas present for your loved one, why not buy them the unstoppable Letty Peg? If you go to izzy.com, I-S-Z-I.com, you can like order it off my website and I can write whatever you like inside. Yeah. Nice. Get in touch if you're overseas, by the way. And by overseas, I mean not British, because um, then I need to work out the cost of postage. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the UK, you should just do it. Mm-hmm, definitely. And don't forget your uh, YouTube one. Oh, yeah. What do they do before? Check that out, too. Uh, go to IzzyTube for all of my silliness. Nice. And um, I would I would say buy my books, but um, I don't think you should bother, to be honest. Why? I don't know. Well, you I'm wrote bit... them, Simon. You spent ages writing them. Yeah. Why do you hate past Simon so much? It's not like Future Simon's any good. Future Simon's excellent. Is he? I love Future uh. Simon. Past Simon's a dick. Okay. <laughs> You've got Simon all your hopes resting on Future Simon. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He's got a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Yeah, I don't think this is a good idea. Why don't you just put Past Simon's work to good news in the present and then Future Simon can just cruise? Hey, well, this is why you should market my books and not me. Anyway, you can meet Future Simon on next week's podcast. Because that's when we'll be back next. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.